They were cones. <laughs> and that is the guy from Grandma's Boy, main character. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. A bit there. Brought it around. Should have put it on the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Dale Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I have way less money than I did yesterday. Goddamn plumbing, dude. <laughs> and it's the same thing with you, right, Bobby? I mean, it yeah. sucks. It, water's great as long as it stays in the fucking rivers and the pipes. Mm-hmm. As soon as it gets out of the rivers and the pipes, we got problems. Yeah. I feel like I'm yes. living in, uh, you, when you have a huge major plumbing problem like that, you, after that, you become aware of like how much danger is constantly around you. Not danger, but like a, um, financial possibilities yeah. that ruin your life. Yeah. It's like living in uh, rapture in Bioshock. There's just water all around us. Yep. At any moment, it could We're break so, in and ruin our lives. It's so true. It's surrounded. Yeah. And then at work, you know, in construction, it's like death, dude. If it rains, people don't go to work the next day. Or like, why would you go to work? It's mm-hmm. raining. We, you, can't, you can't function. Yeah. Do you lose your pay if that's the case? You don't, you're not salary when you're a construction worker, right? No, you're I'm dumb as shit salary. if I think that. No, no. But uh, you have like, uh, like sick days that you use for stuff, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Most guys are taken care of. But guys like me, guys that run the site, we are the, like, some days we're the only people working. If it's super bad, we're there keeping things from getting destroyed. Anyway, water bad. Uh, Let's talk about video games. Video game good. Water water bad. Video games good. Yeah. All right. Not even going to try and figure out what Christian's doing with that blanket. All right. Staying warm, dude. Uh, let's talk about on the radar games that have come to our attention this week. We're going to start off with Nightmare Reaper. This is an interesting looking game. So this is a boomer shooter, a very old school looking game. Looks like Duke Nukem 3D or <laughs> Doom, uh, but it actually has two parts to it. So it is a roguelike and it also has this 2D part to it where this mini game, which is actually a big portion of the game that you use to get skill points. So it's like an interesting mixture of these two, which is good because every time I see these boomer shooters, I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but usually they're fun for about an hour and you kind of relive like, oh, I remember these and then you're over it. They've got to have something a little bit more. Yeah. (laughs) They got to have something a little bit more and it's got to be modernized in the right ways. Yeah, like this looks like Duke Duke Nukem, but look definitely better. For sure, but in that that vein, and then uh, I was thinking, you know, you they put in the two like most nostalgia, like you got a Super Mario game and then you have a Duke Nukem game. It's mm-hmm. like the one developer is like, well, I don't have time to make two games. I'm just gonna <laughs> pigeonhole them both into one. Yeah. Well, the side scroller mini game looks just like Mario Bros. Three, including the world map where you move around to different levels. In fact, I think it's the same world map. It looks. The same as the first level in Super Mario Bros. Three. Yeah, they move the same the the surrounding trees and all that stuff. They're all moving just exactly like yeah. yeah. But yeah, could be good. Um, you know, if you have these old looking games, I don't mind the old graphics, but it's got to have that that new game feel to it. Um, it is overwhelmingly positive on Steam right now. And how much does this cost? Yeah, what's the price tag on this? So single developer here. This is eighteen ninety nine US. So, well, you are getting two games for the price of one. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how these games run. I'm thinking of a lot of those games by, I can't remember the developer or the publisher, but they have the red title. We talked about it one week. Oh, they all have yeah. the same red title. It's like Dusk and uh, yeah. a few of those other ones. Those are all around 20 bucks. Man, what happened to that other one that was just, it got crazy, the, like the best 
reviews. It's like of, a horror kind of looking thing. Is oh yeah, the developer. About? Yeah, no, but I'm talking about a boomer shooter that came out about two, three months ago. An uh, ultra kill. Yeah, it yeah. just like came and went, you know. But it got probably the best reviews of any boomer shooter still to this day. Anyway, let's move on to the next thing. Um, everybody knows this is coming out. This is going to be a big one. Uh, Back for Blood is coming out tomorrow, I think. Um, today's the 11th, tomorrow's the 12th. So, yeah. Um, so, I think everybody here is in. Uh, maybe not Christian. I don't know. He's bad at shooting things in games. But uh, the rest. Of- it's a Canadian in him, okay? He's, yeah. he's good at hitting hockey pucks and throwing snowballs. It's funny, too, because like, uh, we need a four man squad, but. The, him filling in the four slot makes it uh, worse than even having three. So, but it's okay. It's okay. We can still have fun. Oh, he took personal offense to that one. <laughs> uh, everybody knows what this is. It's a Left for Dead for a new age, and uh, they put a card mechanic on it because that's all that right. Probably I ain't playing yeah. beta. You talk about it, mm-hmm. Bobby. You know more. Yeah, than I yeah. Do. I mean, we don't need to tell people what this is. It's been out there long enough, but. It's coming out tomorrow, and it is going to be on Game Pass. So if you have that, you just get it day one, which is pretty nice. Or you can pay, what, 50 bucks, 40 bucks on Steam? $59.99, yeah. $60 on Steam? Outrageous. So is this, is this it, Bobby? Is this the straw that breaks the Game Pass <laughs> camel's back? I mean, we'll see. So I had Game Pass. Maybe we'll see. It's tomorrow. Yeah, but we'll see tomorrow. <laughs> we'll I don't see know when I'm going to get a chance to play this, man. I'm... I'm still, well, I, I can move back to my place for like two days and then I got to move back out while they put in the floor again. But uh, For I'm those still... who don't know, Bobby's uh, house was flooded by the hand of God yeah. or the shitty plumbing of San Diego. Yeah. Um, whatever you want to alluded to. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm, I, I'm going to play this game at, at some point, you know, and pretty soon, too. I want to be involved with that uh, day one crowd, but, you know, I'll, I might be a little bit behind them. But, yeah, I'm excited about this game. I love the beta. I know there was a lot of, um, I know Reddit didn't like it, but, you know, who cares about them? Nick, did you play hey, the did beta? You? What's up? Did you play the beta? Yes, I did. I loved it. You know what I found out? I saw this on, I saw this on Reddit the other day. Um, some people that, you know, continue testing the beta and things like that. Did you guys know, you know how like they have that crow mechanic or the birds mechanic where if you, you, you walk mm-hmm. close to them, they fly in the air and they detect yeah. the horde. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know? um, they, you can't get close to them or they alert the, uh, the horde. Yeah. I was going to say it's like the witch, but I guess not really like the witch from left for dead too. Yeah. You know, you can actually shoot all of the birds in time and they will not alert the horde. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so somebody did it on Reddit, and, uh, like, they all shoot the birds before they can get, like, eight feet in the air, and it doesn't alert the horde. And I was like, what the, like, the balls on the person who's like, hey, let's just shoot all the birds (laughs) and see if that works. Well, I got to say, in the beta, most people just ran right into them, didn't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. But, But, yeah, I'm I'm thinking if you have the grenade launcher, just boom, they're, they're gone. Yeah. Um, but... I'm excited for it. I want to play more of the game. I know there's only like one chapter that, or one or two chapters you can play in the beta, and the game is supposed to be like eight or ten chapters. So I fucking love it. Uh, I hope they enable some modding support so I can be like a fucking Pop Tart like I can be in, in Left 4 Dead 2. So that's the important but, part. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. All right. And we got. I can't wait to play games with you guys. When are you guys going to be free? I'm working from home for the next month. So. 
Oh wow. I don't know. I'm getting more busy, dude. Now I'm now I'm doing home repairs and shit. I get home and I'm just fucking Oh jeez. I know. You now you're just inventing stuff. You're just lying to me. <laughs> Bobby, like, what's available? <laughs> oh my leg broke. Okay. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Usually Friday's my day. I'm hoping to get back on that schedule, but uh we'll see. My D and D's on pause, so I can play on Fridays. Oh nice. And I and I got a babysitter, son. So we're good. Wow. Everything's coming up Nick these days. Oh, yeah, son. <laughs> We're good. But um, as far as what's on the radar for me, a game that's already out, as weird as that sounds, is uh, Far Cry 3. Uh, I mean, Far Cry 3. Far Cry 6. I'm stupid. Well, in your defense, Far Cry 3 is out as well. Yeah. Uh, Far Cry 6 takes place in a pretty much Cuba. It's an official version of Cuba. They always It's Cubish. Allude. Yeah, it's Cubage. Um, essentially all the Far Cry's take place in fake real places. Um, this one's a little bit more wacky because they have like these things called, these things called Supremas because, uh, Cuba in real life, they don't have any new cars. They have nothing but old cars and same thing goes for weapons. They don't have any new weapons. They just have nothing but old weapons. So tinkers invent new things with what they have. So like one of the Supremas, is a backpack that is a, a mortar launcher that has like eight tubes on the back of it. And you can shoot like eight mortars in the air, or you just saw it in the trailer where the guy or the lady, cause you play either as a lady or a guy um, pulls a rip cord on the, on the backpack and she floats in the air and it burns everybody around her. So the game is getting a little less serious, but a little bit, a little bit more fun only because like the last two have been uh, more of People have been complaining, oh, it's the same game because the same guns are in both games. And so they, they're kind of twisting it up. Um, I played every Far Cry game since Far Cry 2. Um, it's kind of like that weird situation where, like, I picked up Far Cry 2 because I was in, like, a video game rental store. And I was like, yeah, it looks cool. And uh, from then on, it was like, hey, this looks cool every time one came out. Yeah. And now I'm on Far Cry 6. Yeah, I'm in the same and, boat, uh, dude. Um, hey, did you play the offshoots, Nick? Did you play Blood Dragon? Yes, Blood Dragon, the Primal, and I remember Primal being a, a big controversy because it was just Far Cry 4's map, but flipped upside down. Yeah, but it was half the price, so I, I didn't care. I thought it was one yeah. of the better ones, dude. Well, I have a thing for fucking cave, man. That yeah. sounds... Yeah. I mean, you're like 98% caveman. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, but uh, Bobby loves uh, Blood Dragon. He thinks... Probably one of the best DLCs ever. Oh, no, it's not. It's, well, standalone. It's, a, it's a standalone game. Yeah. Well, the reason I like Blood Dragon so much is because they really filter it down to the core essentials of the game. I think Far Cry games are great, but they're all very bloated. Uh, you know, they give, sure. you, they give you way too much. And, you know, yeah, sure, it feels like an open world, but it's like, come on, stop throwing all this garbage at me and this clutter. And Far Cry 3 is like, you could 100% that game in eight hours. Yeah. Apparently the new one, there's so much stuff to do that like people are like, all right, it, it, it's too much, but you can cut straight through all the BS as well. Like it's like, hey, I don't want to craft all this stuff. I don't want to use the workbench, but I want to complete the story. And you don't have to use the workbench. Um, I loved I love the fact that the first two fucking allies you get are animals. Huh, yeah. Not only that, the first one is named Guapo. And he's a fucking alligator with a gold tooth. Why, but check why this would out. he not be, dude? Why would he not be? That's what I want. The to second say. one is a wiener dog. 
and his name is Chorizo, <laughs> and his back legs don't work, and he has a dog wheelchair. Uh, he's the cutest dog in the world. Doesn't sound very uh, vicious, dude. It's not going to help you. Uh, not even for stealth emissions. He's a fucking little squeaky wheel behind you. That's not good. Uh, apparently, his whole thing is like tricking you know enemies into thinking he's cute and distracting them. Oh, that's but, good. Um, uh, there's plenty of YouTube videos of people already playing it already. Um, I'm going to put it to the community, whether or not you guys want me to play it and review it on the podcast or whether or not you'd like me to put it in like a 10 to 15 minute video format and upload it to the YouTube channel. Cause we're trying to expand out to YouTube and other avenues and try to promote things on Patreon and stuff like that. So, uh, hit us up on discord and other avenues and let me know how you guys want, want, want us to do it, whether or not you want it on YouTube or whether or not you want to hear it on the podcast. And it's sitting at 74%. They always land right around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always people that are like, it's the same game. I don't like it. And then there's people like, it's the same game. I like it. Yeah, pretty much, man. And it, yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the second camp. Yeah, I'm like, Oh, here we go again. And then I play like just like you, I've played and finished every one of them. Every one of them. Hmm. They're, they're lot, so fun, dude. man. Like, except who doesn't the first one. Shut up. No one's played the first one except me. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. I might, remember my, getting malaria in the second one and the first one. I remember my PC couldn't run the first one at the time, so that's why I didn't play it. Hmm. it Did either of you guys ever have a Voodoo card? I feel like you guys were old enough to yeah, have one of those. I had a Voodoo two and a Voodoo three. God, you're so old. I wasn't that rich. Didn't have a voodoo card. I was, <laughs> I was rich. I was working, dude. I was 16 and working. Uh, yeah, let's move on. All yeah. right. Let's talk about... Well, so what games have you played? Well, why don't you start us off, Nick? What's, uh, what's BUI? I think I got a few of those. <laughs> so BUI is now officially known as uh, Battlefield Under the Influence. Uh, I played Battlefield 2042. The public beta was available this weekend. It was a long weekend. We had Indigenous Peoples Day in the United States, um, which was today, uh, October 11th. So they had a long weekend. They made it available on Friday all the way to Monday. And uh, one of my friends, a really good friend of mine, he messages me. He goes, hey, I know you're busy, but you want to play some Battlefield tonight? We'll have some drinks. It'll be like old times. Now, this is the friend where we played Battlefield, and we would play in a tank, in one game, we went 122 and one in a tank. And so I was like, look, man, you got me at, at getting drunk. So we, uh, we decided to play, and the game is all right. But if you're fucked up and you're playing with three of your friends, it's amazing. Um, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of major changes from the, the, the past couple battlefields. Um, I'm not going to get into too much of the details because the they game don't remember has, them, <laughs> huh? Because oh, I, I can remember all of them because they're a little uh, hazy had, at this point. <laughs> not a little bit. I ended up ordering McDonald's, um, eighteen dollars <laughs> worth of McDonald's. If that's kind of indicator how drunk I was at eleven thirty at night. <laughs> they just keep oh. upselling you. And uh, we also have the ice cream. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take one of those. And we have the new. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll take one of those. I don't understand the economics of McDonald's, so I'm not sure if that's a lot or not. <laughs> it's a lot. So dude. Like a cheese, like a, a, a cheeseburger and fries and a drink is like $6. Okay. So, um, 
So one thing that I will say is that they're changing the game a lot. It feels like Call of Duty now in the sense of the speed of the game and like the time to kill and stuff. Um, there's a lot of sliding and diving now. Um, one thing, uh, they took away classes. As weird as that sounds, now there's operators, kind of like Call of Duty. Uh, each operator has a specialty item. So one of them is a grappling hook. One of them is a healing dart gun. One of them is like a drone. And so every every class can use every weapon. Every class can use um. every item. There's no more engineer. Um, and so the game has changed a lot. Um, as far as vehicles go, you can't spawn with a vehicle anymore. Like there's no more like spawn, like vehicle, uh, vehicle spawn camping. So before whoever just spawned into the game, got the vehicles first. Now, uh, like you get into the game, the vehicles, uh, like are in the spawn menu, blah, blah, blah. They come in and then more vehicles are able to be called in within like the first two or three minutes of the game. Once it starts and they just drop from the sky like through like care packages. Um, there's like robotic dogs, there's quick attack vehicles, there's armored personnel carriers, there's tanks, there's uh Nick hmm? question. So uh a tank's coming down from the sky. Is that for either team? And so it becomes yep. uh, so it becomes like a, a contention point. A, a, so yes, so you random- can see the tanks falling from the sky and you can actually shoot them while they're falling from the sky, but they fall really fucking fast. Like it's like an orbital drop from like Halo. Yeah, um, yeah it's a it's a tank, Nick. It's raining yeah. tanks. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, it's 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 pretty cool. Like I said, um, playing solo, I wanted to uninstall the game within like an hour and a half. But playing with your friends drunk, it's fun as shit. How close are we to release? Uh, I think a month. Okay, so uh, it, I don't know to be honest. So you got um, you you got pretty close to retail. This is probably pretty close to retail, is what I mean. Uh oh, we lost Nick. Yeah, we can't hear you anymore, Nick. You've muted yourself. So sorry about that. Uh, it is a month and eight days until release. Yeah, so you're probably pretty close to um, retail. I'm guessing retail. It was one map. Um, it was one game mode. They are advertising two other game modes, which are for the people that are complaining about the game being too fast already, because they're already acknowledging the complaints on Reddit. Um, they're like, people are complaining already. It's too much like Call of Duty. Yeah, it sounds um, like it sounds like they're just fucking copying Call, Call of Duty, though. Yep. It, 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 honestly, it, it's what it feels like. I'm just being honest here. So, I'm not a big Call of Duty fan. I'm a big Battlefield fan. I love Battlefield 1 because it felt slow. Um, there's a new game mode. I think it's called like uh, Hazard Zone or something like that. It is essentially, uh, how do I say this? Uh, Escape from Tarkov. It is uh, how you refer to it as um, play for keeps. Uh, play for keeps. Yeah. You you buy your. It's a hunt showdown and play and Escape from Tarkov put together where you buy, um, you buy resources or you go in essentially naked, and then you find guns and stuff and then you have objectives and then you leave and then you come out. Uh. And you survive, and you, you have objectives in there, and there's supposed to be apparently supposed to be bosses as well, just like uh, just like uh, 
uh, Hunt Showdown. So it's what? supposed to be a mixture of Hunt Showdown and an Escape from Tarkov. Dude, it sounds like Battlefield's just going after everybody. They're just like, oh, you have a what? popular game? We're just going to make a game mode in our gigantic mega game that has your game mode in it. That's what it's Well, they're like. apparently going after Roblox, too, because they, they have another game mode where it's the one that they advertise where it's the sandbox game mode. Right. Or that you can use all the assets all the way from World War One to 2042. And you can make any game you want. You can make Capture the Flag. You can make fucking robot versus human battles. You can make knife versus shovels. You can make any game mode you literally want. And they're like, if there's something missing from the two main game modes that we're offering, the community is going to make all, any other game mode. Yeah. And that's and that's literally their statement. Like is like the community will fill what the community wants. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm sure that two, maybe even three game modes. Will will come out of something like that. Well, one one has already come up, and it's in the trailer, and it's medic versus medic. And so, uh, the the modern medics have defibrillators, while the uh, the old medics have like syringes and knives. And so it's pretty dumb. And then the other one is twenty forty two soldiers versus World War One soldiers, where twenty forty two soldiers have modern armor or advanced armor. While the World War One soldiers are using like bolt action rifles and like shitty pistols and stuff, and it's like four versus twenty. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The odds must be way crazy. Yeah, and so um, like I said, not to talk too much about it. Last comment is that uh, all the uh, factions in twenty forty two have individual uh, individualized uh, vehicles. Obviously, so far the only two factions they've shown is Russia and the United States. The United States has a uh, there's a new type of vehicle in Battlefield for once, which is the airborne troop transport. And so the Russians have this big fuck off helicopter, but the Americans have this vehicle that everybody's complaining about already. And it's a vehicle that holds, I think, like 16 people or 20 people, but it has like eight guns on it, including like an automatic grenade launcher, like six miniguns. And all this stuff, and then you literally just hover above an objective, and everybody inside the inside the carrier just annihilates everybody around you. Yeah, and it, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of contention. Like people are complaining about a lot, and people are also having fun with a lot of things. And it seems like they're uh, alienating people and gaining new people in, in a lot of weird ways. Well, that's why you do these these betas. I think uh, they're going to take all the numbers of what got the most kills and start to balance things out too. I'm my one big complaint is I'm I'm mad about the uh, classes going away. Although, I mean, it sounded like a refreshing take, um, but who knows? Oh, I forgot the thing that everybody's fucking talking about. You can edit your gun instantaneously now. Like you're literally playing, you'll be running around. You can take off a scope, like let's say you have a red dot sight, and then you can put on like an eight times magnifying scope instantaneously on your gun while you're running around. Like you don't even have to pick it up or anything. You just have it. Uh, you don't have to go into and, the menus. Nope. You just like, you'll be running around and like you see a, a Jeep running by and you just put on armor piercing ammunition. And then all of a sudden you just have it in your gun and you just shoot the Jeep. Hmm. Gotcha. And all the guns have it. You can just immediately equip a silencer. You can e- immediately equip a heavy barrel, immediately equip a rocket a launcher. Go, go gadget rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. Under barrel grenade launcher. Um, every class can have a recoilless rifle. Every class can, every class can have a 
anti-air missile launcher. It, it's weird. It, it's interesting. I think we've gone too long when Christian starts putting propaganda up on the screen. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's my uh, that's my beta uh, review of uh, Battlefield Under the Influence. Nice. Hmm. I like how you uh, put that in there. Uh, Bobby, you have the most next. It looks like I have a lot, but I actually don't. So I started playing Darkest Dungeon again, and I picked up a while ago the Color of Madness, which was one of their most recent DLCs that I had never played. Also, the least liked DLC. I mean, it's still positive reviews, but people didn't like this nearly as much as the other ones, The Crimson Curse, which was really good. Um, Darkest Dungeon, just a quick backstory on that. I've got over 200 hours in this game. I played it so much that I reached a point with the game where I just put it down and never intended to come back to it. But lo and behold, I I figured, you know what, kind of feel like getting back into this game and I want to check out The Color of Madness, even though I heard it wasn't that good. It has everything you'd kind of expect. Um, new trinkets and... Uh, new it has one new area to fight enemies and it's not like the other ones you don't go through a dungeon it's just enemies after enemies after enemies it's a wave survival basically but and if your guys die in that mode are they dead forever they are but you can recruit guys that can only be used in that mode you get less rewards uh, if you do that but less risk as well right because if they die who cares you can just recruit some more um and they're fully maxed out like level six but it's actually kind of nice i enjoy like the non-stop combat the idea is that you go in there and you fight as long as you can and you earn crystals the longer you stay in there and the more enemies you kill and then you get out before your guys die and then you know collect your loot and then you can use the crystals to buy specific trinkets that can be used in there and also like the building upgrades which is something they introduced in a, a later patch of the uh original game where you basically get a buff that applies to everything Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. I, I can see why it's not as appreciated as the other ones. The, the Crimson Curse was really great. It was very challenging and all these different things. This was just free, if I remember right. No, no. The Crimson, Crimson Curse was not? No. I, the Shield Breaker might have been the character, but the Crimson uh, Curse definitely wasn't. Okay. Um, this stuff is so cheap now, though. You can get this stuff on sale for like dollars. Um, and I, I recommend that you do. It's still a fantastic game. Um, so I had, I had pretty good fun with that, but I reached a point pretty quick where I was like, yeah, you know what? I really don't, I, I really don't care. Like the stakes weren't that high. I didn't feel like I was working towards anything. You know, they have some bosses in there, but you're basically just earning this currency that you can spend on stuff that makes you more effective in this area where you just earn more currency. Right. So it didn't seem as much, uh, as complex. But I do as, like the idea of the adventuring getting pulled out. Yeah, that is kind of nice. Yeah. Because, uh, and you don't have to worry about the torches and some other elements. Well, as there's well. so much RNG in the in the adventuring. Mm -hmm. That's where you really get fucked if you're going to get fucked. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it seems like you know it takes some of the RNG. It's all strategy, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. The constant combat is fine. I do wish there was an option to speed the game up because sometimes I get tired of the th the little word bubbles coming up, and I'm like, yeah, great, okay, click through, let's <laughs> yeah. go. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty good. I. I it, not nearly as good as the Crimson Curse, but still pretty good. How good is that narrator? I know you're sick of the narrator after 200 <laughs> hours, but initially, for the first 100 hours, he's 
And then they went down into the dark. <laughs> You're like, oh, did they? Well, I think a lot of it's the writing, too. <laughs> like, like, tell me about it. How far do they go down, man? <laughs> I mean, I've been playing this How many were laptop, there? So I, I usually play with the sound off. But still, when like the writing comes up, it works in print as well, which is, is pretty impressive. Yeah. So the other side of this game, or the other part of this game that I've been playing is the Butcher's Circus. Now, this is the free DLC that basically opens up a multiplayer mode. And it was a really cool idea when I heard about it. And apparently a lot of other people felt the same way. thought it was a cool idea, didn't play it. Because the first achievement that you get when you play in the Butcher's Circus, like play one map in the Butcher's Circus, um, you know when you get an achievement, it tells you how many other people have got that as well? 9% of the people who own this game on Steam have played one round in the Butcher's Circus. What? So you're talking about 9% of the player base plays the multiplayer, yeah. which is pretty low. Yep. But that's okay, because the game was designed single player. So it's interesting, when they switched it to multiplayer, I was like, how are they going to do that? Because it just seems like it's designed as a single player game. But I, I quickly realized they've changed a few key things. Number one, they have changed the trinkets. There are certain trinkets that you can only use in the butcher circus. And that makes sense. Number or, or vice versa, right? Well, yeah, there, a lot of them are excluded because mm -hmm. it would just be too strong, right? Yeah. Well, I think all of them are excluded. There's a, oh, they have okay. like a completely different set that works in multiplayer. Okay. Um, the other thing is the, um, the uh, abilities of the characters are different because your characters, stress is a factor in this game. Like you get, stress gets inflicted and your characters go crazy or they have like a breakdown and they either become really good or bad. You know, it's a big part of this game, a huge mechanic. But is fear a factor? Um, anyway. is, it, is that a joke? It was a joke. I was uh, trying. Don't, don't worry about it, dude. We can cut that out. Okay, no thanks. problem. So it didn't even happen. It didn't even happen. So... <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, your characters can inflict stress, though. So how is this going to work in multiplayer? Well, they've changed the abilities where some abilities now inflict stress, and it's extremely effective. It's probably more effective than damage, at least in my experience of playing in the Butcher's Circus. So, And they've also changed certain things that, that would apply or work better in a multiplayer scenario, too. I don't have any specific examples. But they've changed the game enough. It, when you go on multiplayer, it, it feels very different. You, like you've got to read the text again on what abilities do what, so you know what you're doing. So how'd you do, Bobby? Not good. Oh, <laughs> not great. Well, here's the well, thing. Well, you don't understand the meta going. No, no, and I knew that. I, I knew going in, I wasn't going to do great, but I, I keep losing by like one hit. You know, it goes back and forth with yeah. the turns. And what's interesting is they don't do speed isn't really relevant because you get to choose when it's your turn, which character gets to go. Uh, and then when all four of your characters have gone, then you again, get to choose first, like who, which character oh, okay. goes first. But each one has to go once. Yeah. Every and round, then it right. recycles and yeah. then, yeah. So you can choose which characters are going first. It flips a coin to that see which side. Strategy. I like that. Yeah, it, it's good. They've made the game work in a multiplayer setting, but the game was never really intended to do that. And it's just, I don't know. It's, I, I, I like the, the single player. I don't like going into multiplayer and being frustrated because I feel like I got robbed because the game has a lot of RNG and, it's it's a frustrating game in single player, but when you know you're playing for stakes and you're playing against other people and you just get screwed. Like this one time, I was playing the game and this guy had one character left out of health. I keep hitting him, and 
you know, you have to get the death blow. So they have to have zero health, then you hit them, and then there's a good chance that they get the death blow. But he kept surviving it like two or three times. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And he ended up killing my last Ugh. guy and I lost. And I was like, that's just bad RNG right there. Yeah. Like, I just got screwed. The yeah. game screwed me. So, but right now, he's fucking living it up, dude. He's yeah, still, he, he has he's, a complete opposite story. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is the best. He's yeah. still popping bottles, dude. He's like, yeah. oh, this is the greatest. So I, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's good. It's fun to explore. And as you play more rounds, like you get rewards that you unlock more trinkets that you can use in multiplayer. Um, and it's just like a new way to play the game. It's like playing with new characters almost, but I didn't, I didn't really enjoy it that much overall. And this is crazy to say, but overall playing darkest dungeon. Now I was like, uh, I'm not really feeling it. And I think it's just because I've got 230 hours in the yeah, game and man. I'm just like over it, you know, and that's okay. Like, does I, it make you at all excited for the next one though? Well, yeah, they talked to uh, some details about the next one a couple months ago, I think. And I really like the direction that they're going in. It's very different than this. It's like an Oregon trail type game and you just have one party. You don't have this whole roster because that's what I really got sick of when I went back to darkest dungeon. It's like, okay, this guy's got to go in the tavern. This guy needs to go in the sanitarium. I'm going to get rid of this. Like I didn't want to do all that micromanaging with a roster of 30 characters. Right. You want to care more about a small roster. At yeah. least I do. It's easier to manage. Bobby, you... what is that demon thing on the left, dude? That looks... Yeah, that thing looks fucking crazy. What is that thing? Oh, that, the abomination. He turns into a werewolf. And when he does that, he stresses out the rest of your team a lot, but he does insane damage. Oh. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. And I have fucking brought Phil, dude. Yeah. There's like a cool ass character, right? We've fucking, never seen him before. Dude, yeah, that thing. Yeah, he's called an abomination. He's fucking, really cool. Phil hate a guy, dude. He's like everybody else is like, oh, Phil kill the guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's still I mean, Darkest Dungeon is like seriously top three, top five games for me all time. So yeah. I mean, it it's if I do sound like I'm complaining, it's only I'm finding the, the tiniest imperfections in a game that I think is almost perfect. Dude, I'm looking at the art, man. It's still, fuck, is it awesome. God damn. Because these mm -hmm. are new. I haven't seen these backgrounds or anything. Or how the camera tilts when it's your turn. That's all new to me. That's oh, they had that cool. before, didn't they? Oh, I don't know. It's been that a long time. That slight camera tilt. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic game, man. Can't wait for that sequel. They, they don't even have a release date on Darkest Dungeon 2, I believe, but that, that's all right. I can wait. I can wait. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Um, so Sam and I had a very rare drunken alone night together. And oh, yeah, like, son. Did your mother-in-law take care of the kids? No, they were just sleeping. Well, one was with her dad or her other dad. Oddly enough, also named Emilio, which makes things super weird. But... Uh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so she was gone and the baby was asleep and I wasn't tired. Oh, I yeah, took a nap. It doesn't matter. And I was up. So we were like, um, she's like, do you want to play? It takes two. And I was like, well, I got to play something for the podcast. Uh, let's do life is strange Two. you play and I'll watch. And I, this is new to me. I haven't done this before. She's she's enough of a game player where like I don't have to coach her or anything like as far as movements and stuff. Um, maybe a little bit, uh, but as far as a gameplay, I'm, she's making decisions. Right? If you if you don't know what Life is Strange is, it's kind of a walking simulator, very story driven. You know, the story is ninety percent of the game, and uh, she's making decision after decision, decision, and I keep my. Uh, 
my tilt, my head tilt towards her gets more and more extreme, like to the point where I was like doing double takes. I'm like, she's like, what? And I was like, you're, you're like a terrible person. And she's like, what do you mean? Like <laughs> I was a bad teenager. This kid's a teenager. I'm just playing him how I would be like when I was a teenager. And I was like, uh, all right, fine. But, um, we enjoyed it. Um, you, the first episode of Life is Strange and the second episode, they're rough, man. They're rough as adult men, you know, because it's like a lot of like high school drama and not a lot of intrigue or anything. It's just, it's just like, I don't know, like watching a high school musical or something like that. And you're just like, oh, why, why is this overwhelmingly positive, you know? And then uh, episodes three, four, and five just, you know, blow it out of the water it's great um and then but this one's good like right off the bat it's about it's about um a uh, mexican family living in washington and uh they're dealing with racism stuff and then of course things go off the rails pretty quickly and uh you're an older brother taking care of your younger brother and it seems that your brother younger brother has um paranormal abilities and you're on the run and he's starting to show these things and you're also dealing with racism and homelessness and this is all the first episode um jesus christ we're getting close to the end of the first episode but it's good i i'm enjoying it it deserves the scores that the scores that it's getting and uh yeah they're headed toward mexico i think have you cried at all yet no no it would take a lot and not just that. You're like I don't feel anymore. <laughs> it's not just that, dude. I would have to play. I'd have to be so invested, and to be invested, I would have to play every day. And this is something I'm going to play every three weeks. You know. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Is this? I'm trying to figure out if this takes place during a different time period. Um, so they go by Arcadia. Well, first thing that happens is it asks you, "Did you save Arcadia or did you sacrifice Arcadia?" Mm. And I couldn't remember. I and I'm pretty the sure. Fuck is Arcadia. Arcadia is the from main the first game. It's the first. It's the city from the first game, and oh, okay. uh, you're a little further north. You start off a little further north, and, but when you're heading south, you drive by, and it's the backdrop is right there, and you guys are talking about the the light tower and all that stuff. So it comes up, and it's in one piece. Okay, so, so it still doesn't answer the question. It's it takes place in the same time frame as the uh, the first game. Then. So much as there's a city that is called Arcadia with the light. You, you yeah. don't know. You really don't oh, Okay, know. I guess you really don't know, yeah. Yeah, it was more like a cameo. All right. I, I would imagine it's around the same time. Yeah, um, I'm, just, I'm watching the, the footage of this. I don't see, like, cell phones or anything like that, so I'm wondering if this takes place in the past. No, they got cell phones. Or... Okay. Yeah. Um, and I, that's what another thing that I like about um, these uh, games. They Cell phones are included because... Cell phones really kill a lot of storytelling. Uh, it doesn't make sense that like this guy just in sitcoms just keeps coming over. Like, why are you coming over all the time, bro? We have phones. Just his call wife me. hates him and he wants a divorce, but he can't tell her to her face. He doesn't make enough money. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I can recommend it. Um, I hope to be keep playing it. Hopefully, if my house house keeps or stops falling apart, it'd be great. Uh, I was just thinking earlier, you know how they have difficulty levels? They should be like, how much time do you have to play this game? Because we have several levels, you know? Like, maybe there could be a setting for Far Cry that would just make it a linear game. 
that you just like fucking, you know, doesn't have any bells or whistles. You're just playing the stories, story missions. But the thing is, I like the bells and whistles, though. I like yeah, being but able to Do you to, have like, time? Are you going to play them all, Nick? Yeah, no. I, I mean, I'm not going to do, like, kill all the golden pigeons that fly off the pig butts, you know? Like, but, I'm not going to do that shit, but it's like, blow up all the paisas that run away, like, that have murdered kids. I'm going to do that part. But nobody's going to buy a $60 game and just say, like, give me the six-hour version, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I would. <laughs> you pay 60 bucks for a game and then just play, like, the, the quick version? Probably, yeah. Wow. Maybe not. Maybe not. As long as that $60 game's on Game Pass, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Nick, um, tell so, us about Fallout 4. Ooh. So topical. it's actually not something I played. It's actually something that Leslie is playing. And I wanted to talk about this because it, it's kind of something that you were talking about as far as, like, uh, a spouse playing it. So Leslie got a new gaming laptop. We talked about this before. She's like, what are some games I should play? Games that'll take up a lot of time. And I'm like, Fallout 4 will take up a fuck ton of time. And she's like, okay. She got stuck with a part. And I was, she's like, can you come help me? And I helped her. And I got way too invested. And I was like, okay, now you can do this. 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 And it's coming to the part where she's in Sanctuary, where you can now build your, uh, you know, your, little, your little, little town. And she's like, okay, I see these numbers are red. I'm guessing we, you have to do things to be able to improve those things. I'm like, yeah. And so I'm like, she's like, okay, I'm going to build some beds. She builds the beds and she's like, wait, are you telling me I've been building these dingy ass beds and I can build these clean ones? I'm like, yeah, it doesn't really matter though. She's like, no, 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 no. It matters. It matters. These people need clean beds. I'm like, Leslie, (laughs) it doesn't matter. And she's like, no, it matters, Nicholas. And I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden it gets to the point where it's like, (laughs) and she's like, okay. Like, I'm like, all right, let's let's go do the quest or whatever. Let's do the next thing. And she's like, no, 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 no. I got I got to build walls. I'm like, no, like Leslie, you can just leave, you can just leave the fucking beds out in the open. She's like, no, no, no. I have to build walls. And I was like, okay. And she starts building wooden walls. And I'm like, Ugh. and she's like, wait, this looks ugly. I wouldn't even put a horse in this. And she starts building <laughs> cement walls in the first settlement. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I like this. I like how she plays this. This is actually the, a good way to play this. Like to think like in a human way and think about these people as actual people yeah. and build them nice things. Usually I'm just like, fuck them. Let them live in the fucking rain. Let them die of a radiation. Give the old bitch her drugs. She'll die eventually. Like, it, like, like the way she actually cares about these people. She's like, you know, in the first city, you can, uh, you can uh, scrap ev- essentially everything. You can scrap all the buildings. You can scrap the stuff on the ground. She's scrapping stuff, and she's like, "I bet you didn't take very long in this." I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I spent a long time." She's like, "This is my favorite part of the game so far," and I'm like, "Yeah, it's essentially Sims in post-apocalyptic America." She's like, "I like it," and we're and we're talking about like. Five minutes out of after the opening sequence, right? You, yeah, you, essentially five minutes after the first intro quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "This is the best part of the game, dude." Don't put the mod on where you they they, they uh, take off the limiters on how much you can build in one town. That's oh, I know. Yeah, and I'm telling her about mods. I'm like, "Yeah, there's a mod where you scrap everything in the settlement instantaneously." She's like, "That's cool." Like, I just want to do it my way. I'm like, "All right." 
The downside is she's going to be so invested in this little town. Every time it gets attacked or anything goes down, she's just going to fast Instantly travel. teleport back. Yeah, she's never going to get anything done. But it doesn't matter. She's having fun. You just got to like. Yeah, it, that, that's, be like, that's what I'm telling myself. Like, you know what? She's having fun, man. Like, it's her game. It's her playthrough. Yeah. The one part that I like, because one thing that I realize is that Fallout is not learner friendly whatsoever. So she she's playing right, and she's like allocating perk points, and I'm like, oh, you leveled up a couple times, and she's like, yo, I already assigned my perk points, and she's putting them in her special points, and I I go, no, 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 you need to assign them to your your perks, not your special. She's like, oh, and I I go, whatever you have in special, you can go down to that level in special, and then assign them to the perks. And I'm guessing she probably thought that you have to level up your special thing like intelligence to be able to level up any of the perks in that area. Uh, but there's so many other things in that game do that the game just does not tell you what to fucking do. Yeah. Like scrapping stuff. Like if you scrap something and there's something in the container that whatever's in the container goes to your storage. Like she didn't know that. She didn't like the game doesn't tell you immediately that if you uh if you plant something or you do something like you create a a resource that you have to assign someone to that resource oh yeah to take care of it right yeah like and so but we she loves the game so far and i and i I love the fact that she's getting so into it because one thing that me and my friends do that we never complete is like we'll just like we'll 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 be in like a group chat like hey man i'm not doing anything saturday oh i don't have anything to do either unless he's gonna watch vivian all week we're all, all day. Well, let's have a let's have a Fallout day. Okay, we'll start a new save in Fallout. We're gonna play like six hours of Fallout. We'll play six hours of Fallout. Get to where we were the last time we did this, like eight <laughs> weeks ago, and just never fucking touch that save file again. Yeah. Every fucking time. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's so cool seeing such a popular game being played in a completely different way. The way that the devs thought when they had that idea. Like let's have a yeah. city builder inside of it, and we and like real gamers or hardcore gamers are just like, Pshum! like do the bare minimum we can to get the next quest. Let's keep going. Yeah, let, let's keep it fucking moving. Let's like let's fuck them. They don't need comfort. Like they don't like happiness is just a number. It just needs to be at a minimum. <laughs> like just just get it there. Like, I love that it. I love that it all started with nicer beds than the shitty beds. Yeah, it like it it literally all happened because of an accident accidental button push. Like she's looking at the beds and she actually pr- accidentally pressed the 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 right the right fucking arrow button and she saw that there's a cleaner bed and she's like, "Wait. <laughs> this Should I give him everything. the dirty bed?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but it doesn't really matter." She's like, "It matters, Nicholas. <laughs> it fucking matters." I'm like, "All right. All right." Uh, when is the sequel coming out, Bobby, for uh, Darkest Dungeon? Do you know offhand? I don't know. I don't think they have a release date. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. All right. So um, somebody else take the helm because I don't know what we're doing <laughs> at this point. Well, Nick, we're going to plug your RNG with DLG. You had a recent episode with a uh, longtime listener and friend Tag Loro. Yeah. So um, recent interview with Tag Loro, we played a... Uh, we played New World. It wasn't really like playing, playing. We weren't doing like a dungeon or anything uh, too crazy. We were just gathering stuff and just doing like passive quests. Um, 
it was pretty cool. Um, I know tag for a while. We have a lot of common life experiences. If you want to learn about a very interesting individual that loves traveling, uh, you can listen to the VOD on Twitch. We're currently working on migrating the, uh, the uh, interviews from Twitch to YouTube. It's just a little bit harder than we thought it would be with the editing and the uploading. Um, we'll try to get those done as soon as possible. We'll let the Discord know as soon as possible once that happens. Um, the next um, guest is the Livingston. That uh, interview should be coming this weekend. I mean, this week. Uh, we'll definitely be announcing what day and time that will be going on. I'm a little bit more free this week because I don't have D&D. Um, so I should be participating either in game night or whatever else. But, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be getting that out there. We don't always talk about the same stuff. Gaming is like the loose topic of the interviews. But really, we're just getting to know some of the longtime listeners, Patreon supporters, um, people who have, you know, just been all around good people in the uh, DLG community, people who have literally given their blood, sweat and tears to the community. Um, and, and it, and we run off of a popcorn nomination system where, uh, whoever was on the current podcast nominates the next person. So if the Livingston literally says, Curd the ape is next, then Curd the ape is going to be next. If one of them says Bobby's next, then Bobby is next. The only rule is that no person can go twice until everybody has gone at least once. <laughs> and we have 600 and something people. So, it ain't gonna happen for a fucking while. So, all right, and yeah, people can watch this on Twitch because we don't have them on YouTube yet. And if you want to watch them live, then I recommend you go to our Twitch channel and enable the notifications after you subscribe, so you can know exactly. when we go live. And the game of the week, uh, you guys didn't cover it yet, right? No, not yet. No. We're, we're going to do New World again, but um, we kind of. I mean, we said everything we we're going to say. Uh, Christian might have some more. It's still great. I'm having a great time with it. Every time I log in, man, it doesn't matter. I, I was talking to Ray right now. Ray's in the living room. I was like, they nailed the resource gathering so much that you just, you just like, on top of everything else, no matter what's going on, even if you're waiting for a friend, you would just be like, yeah, fuck this tree right here. Because uh, cause, I'm waiting. Fuck this tree right here. And the fishing, yeah. it's all fun. You know what's funny is my, my friend said something about the game that may, like really hit me to the fucking core. He said that this game is and this might not apply to you guys because you guys are a little older. It's like this game is like when you discovered RuneScape when you were nine. Like because of the fact that you can do anything, and RuneScape is one of those games where there's no classes, where there's nothing like you can in, you can individually we- level weapons, you can individually level. Uh, like certain gathering and like all this, all these other like things, the game feels like an adult RuneScape, and and that's why it feel it appeals to so many people. And I'm like, you know what? That's fucking per- like that's the perfect analogy for it. They fucking they nailed a lot of things right. Uh, Kristen, do you want to talk or is it a no go? No, yeah, he's off for tonight. Um, yeah, so we're sp- uh, we're skipping that and we're doing Back for Blood. Yeah, next week we'll be talking a lot about Back for Blood. I feel like that'll be a one weeker, right? I mean, yeah, it should be a one weeker unless one we and don't done. manage to play with each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've already some of us have already played some, so yeah, we'll do that next week. All right, Nick, do you have a segment? 
In case you're wondering why we do this Games of the Week, I mean, there's several reasons, but it's like a little book club, guys. Play what we play, and then while you're listening, you'd be like, these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You'd be yelling at your fucking radio and shit. Or it'd be like, oh, yeah, that's exactly how I feel about that. Or we might say something that um, that you didn't know, or you might know something that we didn't say, and you could put it in the comments. Boom. Look at look at, look at word magic I'm spitting here. All right. It's, it, it is... Yes, it is the Gamers Book Club for people above the age of twenty-four. Yeah, um, we want we want to hear what your guys' thoughts are on the game of the week in the Discord. If you guys have live questions or comments, you're definitely welcome to listen to the podcast on Twitch live and post your comments or correct us because sometimes we get shit wrong. Actually, we get shit wrong all the fucking time. It's kind of our I just thing. it's kind of our thing. So yeah, yeah. So as far as my segment, um, I love you guys. So much as in you guys, I mean Amelia and Bobby. Uh, I've done Amelia and Bobby for a pretty long fucking time, um, and uh, I have a newlyweds game for you guys. Uh, we have so many listener questions that I've picked some some good ones and some ones that I've thought up, and <laughs> uh, and I thought some of them would be pretty good to ask in the sense of uh, you know we've had some. Uh, questions regarding games that we love so much. Why not talk about some questions about the people that we love so much? You know, so, you guys have been best friends for so long. You know, the, why not ask some questions about each other? Is newlyweds an adjective that everybody out there knows what it means? I mean, basically, the newlywed just, game. Yeah, the newlywed yeah. game is yeah. that was like quest- a show in the seventies, right? Yeah, that's why I'm like, do people <laughs> know what that means? Yeah. It basically <laughs> means that I'm going to be asked bo- questions about Bobby, and Bobby's going to be asked questions about me, right? Yes. Am I right? Uh, I do want to say that one of my favorite internet clips ever was the new Ladyweight game. And the question was, where are some, where are the strangest places you could make whoopee? Because that's how they used to talk in the 70s. And, uh, you know, somebody was like in a car. And the other one was like at the movie theater. And then the last one said, in the fanny. <laughs> <laughs> and the one where it's like family feud where it's like uh it's you know steve harvey's up there and like they're like distract him christine distract him and it's like a dude coming up on the left and it's a it's a lady on the right and the lady's wearing like a super low cut shirt and she's like going up there and she's like just bouncing up and down and the dude's like just like just staring at her and Steve Harvey just taps him on the forehead. He's like, is that your motherfucking wife over there? He's like, you're on national TV, you idiot. That's good. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's like just openly exploiting the, the, t- like the TV audience. All right. But yeah, no, I got some newlyweds games. Like I said, we've asked some questions about some games and, and, and some, uh, some uh, franchises that you guys love from all the way from Star Wars to Binding of Isaac to – Warhammer and other nerdy shit. Eventually, we'll ask Christian about Canada or something of the sort, or alcohol or weed or whatever he loves. Blankets besides Star Wars. Um, He's literally covered in blankets right now. He has what? He has one. He has a lap blanket and a fucking another blanket around his shoulders. So, uh, you guys don't have to answer the question immediately. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you guys a question. You guys can think of your answers. Uh, but uh, Emilio and Bobby. What is the other person's dream vacation for the both of you? Bobby would like a dry apartment. 
<laughs> Sounds pretty good to me. Um, uh, a dream vacation for the both of us. Okay. I'm going to say Emilio would say, because we're answering what the other person would say. I would say Emilio yes, would say Thailand. Thailand? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like how long? How long would you say? Like a week, two weeks, a month? Well, if you're lifetime? flying all the way to Thailand, dude, you're probably going to be out there for two weeks at least. Okay. Uh, I already went to Thailand for two weeks, so I would say no. That would be wrong. Okay. Uh, oh, man. It's a heartbreak. Amelia, what, what about for Bobby? Uh, Are you going to go Fry's Electronics if it was reopened? He's hard to read, dude. He's super <laughs> hard to read. Um, it's like he doesn't want to spend the money to do fun things, but if he did, he's still not happy with it. So it's like really hard to nail him down. Mm. So I'm going to go with... I know he's doing a European vacation. Um, I'm just going to go Finland? with J- Japan. I feel Japan. Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, it wouldn't be my first choice, but yeah, I wouldn't mind going j- to Japan. All right. So I get a point two points. <laughs> One point, Emilio. I'm going to put that down. Emilio. Bobby. Congratulations right. on your new uncledom, dude. Thank you. It is, well, I mean, it's the third nephew yeah. slash niece I've had. But the the uh, balance to the force has been restored. There's now two boys and two girls. Mm. Um, do you trust the other person to take care of your material items if you die? Oh, I okay. Go ahead, Bobby. Well, I'm dead. What do I care about my shit? Um, I mean, I'm like like giving them to your dad or your loved ones or your girlfriend. Wait, what are they going to do with like my computer and a camera? I don't know, man. Shit. <laughs> How about? Let's re- reword this. Uh, would you leave them with your stuff for two weeks while you go out on this vacation that we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Hey, would you leave them? Would you leave uh, Bobby? Would you leave Amelia with your expensive ass shit for two weeks if you were had to go somewhere? Um. I mean, as long as you didn't try to use them. <laughs> it's so true, <laughs> dude. I wouldn't leave my own shit with myself if I had a choice. But I'm the only one that I, I'm. I'm my own stuff's keeper. Uh, yeah, Bobby. Like. I would if I dropped something off at Bobby's house first of all he wouldn't let me but if if I did it would be not only in the same spot but like I don't know I feel like somehow cleaner yeah I don't know it, yeah, it would be better than when I dropped it off somehow like your your shoes are now nicer and a, a newer version of them yeah so yes that was, yes for me that was friend. a wash of a question but that was a great response okay Emilio, who is Bobby's celebrity crush? Oh, oh, geez. He doesn't talk about looks a lot. That's my celebrity oh, crush. He knows who mine is if he thinks about it. Um, I know who yours oof, is. I don't know. We I, talked I, about the only we ta- talked about this on the fabled Red Band podcast. Ah, uh, jeez. Uh, about Bobby's choice? No, yours. No. Oh, yeah, yours. mine. Yeah, I'm always talking about girls. Um he, the only time he's ever talked about a girl, I remember Chad. Chad and I were talking about porn stars, and Bobby brought up some, like, like not what you would think that Bobby would have brought up. <laughs> it, it was just like a, a super giant titty, like milf uh, <laughs> British chick, like blonde British chick. That's all I remember. And I was like, this one. 
Don't do not put that in <laughs> into Google there. <laughs> uh, uh, Bobby, what is the answer? If you have one, if you don't mind revealing that. Um, well, it looks like Christian's trying to give it away here with Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, I have spoken favorably about her. Also partially oh. Natalie Portman too. But yeah, how Jennifer- old is Jennifer Connelly? By the way, hotter now than she was when she was sixteen. Way hot, dude. She's smoking. Yeah, I don't know. Have well, maybe seen- not right now. <laughs> maybe like ten years ago. Don't, uh, don't mind me asking, but how old is Jennifer Connelly? She's got to be late 40s now. Yeah, late 40s. 40s. Oh, okay, it's not bad. Yeah. I don't want her to be like, oh, I'm still in love with Cher. I'm like, Cher's 85. Yeah, she's <laughs> married to uh, Vision. Oh, yeah. Is she? Is. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Rich, uh, Bell, I can't remember. Um, Emilio is obviously Gal Gadot. Yeah, Gal Gadot. Yeah, hands down. Everybody does that. Yeah. Awesome. You both get a point. Sweet. Wait, no, I don't. Do I don't do get one. No. Oh, no, 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 you don't get one. Well, fuck you. You don't get one. Um. All right, Emilio. If Bobby has to go to prison <laughs> with either you, me, or Christian, who's he choosing? Oof. He he finds you too annoying. Ouch. Christian, I feel like just me only for talk about Star Wars all night. Just for the month. All three years. It'll go over great in prison, by the way. Uh, I think just for the the muscle factor, he's going to bring me in. Like, I'm just a bigger guy than most. And so, it's a tough call. We're going to put your asses in a white collar prison, dude. You guys want to survive in real prison. It's a tough call. Yeah. Because Emilio does have a point, but then I don't know if we got to split it up by races. Like if I got to oh, join, yeah, yeah, you're gonna be fucked. Yeah, I guess I got to go with Christian, and we're joining the Aryan Brotherhood. All right, all right, uh, Bobby. What, what was the answer for that one? Was it Christian? <laughs> <I'm> gonna, uh, <laughs> He just said it's he's so true. You, yeah. you gotta abide by the rules. You gotta go by race. All right. All right, Millie, you I, guys, one. All right. I don't wanna be a racist. I was forced into it. I mean, you I know, saw a season of Oz, so pretty much know how it goes racist. down, guys. Uh, <laughs> Bobby's like, I can you know what? I can be a prison diplomat. How about that? Um all right, Bobby. If Emilio goes to prison, who's he choosing? Me, you or Chris? Uh, yeah, probably me. Yeah, and I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) We got two for Bobby, one for Emilio. Oh, are we not done? No, we have two more. That's it. We've got 12 more. (laughs) (laughs) They're all college ruled and double spaced. All right. Um, what is the, uh, Emilio, what is Bobby's favorite video game? Oh, you know this. You may not remember the name, but uh, I say this one second to last only because it is the something oh. you should remember because you're on a fucking gaming podcast. As a uh, Jedi Knight, Jedi Knight Outcast. <laughs> no, nah, that close? close. That close. Yeah. Jedi Academy. No. Jedi Knight Under Studies. Oh man, no. <laughs> Uh, no, it it does have a long title. Uh, Dark Forces Jedi Two Jedi Knight Gone Wild. Oh, Dark Forces Two Jedi Knight. Yeah, yeah. Bobby, you got to know this. I bring it up like once a week, probably. 
Okay, so Amelia didn't get a point say, for that one. Can't but. say Magic the Gathering, so I, what, Binding of Isaac? Really, dude? Skyrim? Really, dude? It's The Witcher 3. I talk about it all the time. Which, I, I don't know. You change it all the time, too. Because, come on. It, it's been... I went from Skyrim to Witcher 3, and that's it. Okay. It was never Binding of Isaac. No. All right. I said it was my favorite game. Gosh. Well, friends. How about newly divorced, Bobby? Or Nick? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> all right. Last one. Emilio. What is one thing that Bobby finds annoying about you? Oh, fuck. <laughs> or what is the main thing that Bobby finds annoying about you? So many things. My generality, just generally Emilio, for the most part, but if I was going to be specific, probably my lack of follow-through. I mean, Bobby, okay. is he right? <laughs> Um, yeah, sure. Let's go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Reliability. Let's go with that. All right. Um, really I, Bobby too. I should have said the STDs I gave him. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> my lack of humor. <laughs> as, he, as he laughs and he brings down the house, dude. Uh, yeah, Bobby, what is the uh, one thing that Emilio finds the most annoying about you. I told you, dude, my lack of humor. Like, yeah. Is that right, Emilio? Uh, no. <laughs> no. No? Damn. All right. We're tied. 2-2. Two, two. You guys get to kiss. You guys get to stay together. All right. 2-2. Two, right. two. Uh, my people will talk to your people. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I, I found that very entertaining. Well, hopefully our audience me. did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people and why do I hear so, People are talking in chat about Binding of Isaac. You talk way more about Binding of Isaac. France, if you drop stuff on Bobby, it would <laughs> drop stuff at Bobby's, it would probably be flooded. This That's segment true. is lame. That Please is move so on. True. <laughs> All right, let's get a list of questions. Points. Yeah, we've We're only got one list of question. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, just one here from Hogglefosh. She says, if you could be hooked up to a simulator in which you had a perfect life and also you didn't know you were in a simulation but could never be unplugged, would you do it? So basically, blue pill, red pill, matrix situation here. Although the connotation of that is somewhat changed in recent history. Um, oh, Bobby, what do you think about the fourth uh, installment? The idea. I haven't the watched the trailer yet. Yeah. I. I've heard that a lot of people really liked it and it looks promising, but I kind of went into this whole idea. Like, do we need another matrix movie? But I don't know. We'll the concept looks really funky. Yeah. I haven't even, I haven't even seen the trailer yet, so I don't have a valid opinion. I, uh, I was like, the it's something I hadn't even thought about in so long, but it was so, I mean, it was huge for me, like crazy amount. One of the best, uh, Screenplays and stuff. Anyway, so I started reading. I was like, "Oh, why this and why that?" And I fucking ended up reading. I went down the, the Matrix rabbit rabbit hole, and I ended up reading like six articles on like deep dives on why you know the motivations behind everybody and all that stuff. Mm. And um, yeah, but there, there's only speculation on what the sequel is. But um, now that the Wykowski sisters are sisters, I wonder if that's going to affect their directing in any way shape or form no i don't think i mean i don't know that sounds shitty to say but i i don't know if they've made a good movie since the matrix right oh have Oof. they been making movies yeah yeah uh cloud atlas um mm. I, I can't remember some other ones 
Yeah. I mean, even the second and third Matrix, I don't know how good those were. I got to revisit that trilogy. Wasn't Cloud Atlas uh, critically acclaimed? I don't know. I think people were kind of divided on that one, but yeah. it was super long, which is why I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, isn't that wasn't that essentially a like suburban mom Matrix? No, Cloud Atlas. There was a lot of things in that. I think there were like multiple stories in it that kind of interweave into each other. Uh, I don't know. I haven't mm. seen it. Um, but yeah, are, are we taking the blue pill or the red pill here? I mean, if if I got immortality out of it, I would definitely take the whichever one gets you in the video game for sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. I wouldn't mind just being a car battery, basically, and yeah. living a pretty good life, even if it's fake. I mean, when you play enough video games, aren't you already kind of doing that? Yeah. I would like to be in, like, uh, Lord of the Rings. That would be my... Although, with my luck, I'd end up being the fucking guy that shovels the poop out of the fucking... Uh, like, oh, dude, no they don't even have proper plumbing in those olden days. Yeah, they save thousands of dollars, Bobby. <laughs> Without proper plumbing. Thousands of shekels. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nick, which way are you going here? Uh, because I have a family, I'm going to go with no. Uh, unless they can experience the simulation, and then, yeah, simulation all fucking okay. day. Not a yes or no question. Yeah, but... <laughs> all right, fuck it. No simulation. I'm good. I'm okay, going no to simulation? Okay. Yeah, no simulation. I'm living in the dirt people lane. You, you know, in Go your... to those cave raves. <laughs> hell yeah dude we're gonna hella sweaty no deodorant give me that gray goop nick there's no there's no uh back pain in the simulation bro fuck fuck dude. exactly dude 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 it's my existence i just <laughs> i just bumped them out so hard all right uh let's wrap this one up right, um yeah. i guess we're all playing back for blood for sure yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, playing Back for Blood. And I Back for Blood and Far Cry. Well, I, I realized this, but I haven't jumped on it yet. But the Eternal Cylinder came out end of right. September, oh. I think, on uh, Epic Games. And I really wanted to check that one out. So hopefully I'll be able to do that this week. It really depends on what goes on at home, if I'm still gaming on a laptop or if I actually get to use my, my PC. We'll see. So up Christian, in the air. I, I want to play this either way, but can you find us the Metacritic on that? I'm hoping they're doing well. Um, I really want to support those dudes, but I'm curious. Uh, it's so cool looking. Mela was looking at it. She's like, oh my God, this looks so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, top critic average? What's the difference between credit recommended? What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. What is that? I don't know. Oh, this is Metacritic. It has changed a bit. Yeah, it has mm -hmm. changed. Yeah, and, PC Gamer gave it a 70. Okay. Uh, Destructoid and 90. It looks like they're around an 80. Yeah. From all the numbers I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. So that's not bad. That's not bad. All, all right. right. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think that's the part where I talk about um, titties. So speaking for uh, Christian, Blanket Boy, uh, <laughs> Nick, and uh, Bobby, um, uh, Eternal Titties. Nice. I was going to go cylindrical titties, but it seems weird and painful. It's like the 1960s, man. Those are cones. Yeah, those are cones. <laughs>